0: What a night from XL Energy Center last night. This is Troy. This is your Wild Minute. Thanks for joining us. Let's talk about last night. What a win for the Wild. What a win for the Wild for so many reasons. Yes, there's two months left in the season, but this team was on a skid. It was sliding. And for at least 48 hours, they can feel good about themselves and continue to be among the top eight in the Western Conference. Let's walk through the evening last night. The Wild dropped the puck at seven, about 15 p.m., a little late because of the Bob Kurtz uh, tribute. Um, Well-earned, by the way, great broadcaster. When I was a 10-year-old kid uh, listening to the Twins baseball uh, team, listening to them on TV and and radio, Bob Kurtz uh, was the legendary voice. And then he went to Boston. He had some Michigan State background Then he ended up back in Minnesota. And uh, literally was the voice of the wild for 21 years. So well-earned tribute. Would have loved to have been at Tommy Reed's last night after the game, where his fellow broadcast partner hosted a party for Bob Kurtz and his family. Just a great night all around for them. Back to the game. Throughout the night, the scores kept coming in. The team was down 2-1 to for, you know, second intermission, part of the third period. Colorado Avalanche had won earlier in the day. That score comes in. They move two points further ahead of your Minnesota Wild. Then another score comes in. The Edmonton Oilers, they take care of business. They are wild card one. They move another two points ahead of the Wild. So they're like seven points up on the Wild. Then another score comes in. The Calgary Flames right behind the Wild by percentage points with the same amount of points in the standings. The Calgary Flames took care of business. They win. They leapfrogged the Wild, and somewhere in the middle of that game last night for the Wild, they fell out of the playoffs into the 9th spot. Into the 10th spot is the Nashville Predators, Right before the Wild game ended, Nashville takes care of business. Nashville wins. Nashville's nipping at the Wild's heels in the standings. And, oh, by the way, they're coming to town later uh, this week or next. So that game, when they came that much closer, that even exacerbated the Wild situation. So there you have it. You have 7, 8, or I'm sorry, 6, 7, 10, and 11 all winning last night. Meanwhile, the number 8 playoff team, the Wild playing a very, very good New Jersey Devils, clinging on for their lives, down 2-1 to in their third. And then two guys that uh, the Wild Minute and many in Wild uh, Nation have been uh, ripping on make the play of the night. And for now, I'm going to say it's the play of the season. Matt Dumba, who I still advocate should be traded, had a great game last night. If he could bring that energy and that discipline and that structure every night they'd be talking about re-signing him if they hadn't already re-signed him. But the reality is he still made a couple turnovers and they aren't going to re-sign him. He's a free agent at the end of the year. They just don't have uh, money to do that. Nor do they want to at this point. But back to the game. For one night anyways, Dumba had an excellent game. Winds up from the blue line. A patented Dumba slap shot. One of the best on the team as far as uh, velocity. And what happens it hits Ryan Hartman somewhere in the neck and chest region. Hartman just playing physical, lunch pail type hockey, sandpaper style, just all night long, getting beat up, starting fights, doing the things you need to do in between the lines in front of the net, causing problems. Anyhow, the Dumba 90 mile an hour slap shot hits Hartman right below the neck where I don't believe there's much padding. And it. Bounces off Hartman who falls to the ice and the puck dribbles in for the game time goal. That's something the Wild have not seen happen during their three-game losing streak, and quite frankly, during the stretch where they had lost six of their last eight. So that was a good a little bit of putt luck, puck luck, but that was created by Hartman doing the tough things you need to do down low by the net that many players don't like to do and quite frankly won't do. Players like Erickson Eck, Felino, Reeves, Duhame, those guys will go down low and they take a beating. And tonight it paid off for Hartman, especially after he had 17 minutes of penalties unfairly, by the way, the ref gave, uh, back to the, the fight. So, uh, the devils take a cheap shot that they will get fined for hitting Kaprizov way up high, knock him down. The wild are going to get a two minute power play. Hartman goes in to challenge him because Hartman was right near the crease. Hartman asks the player if he wants to fight. The devil drops his gloves first and Hartman gets an instigator because the referees claim that Hartman skated in from the blue line to start that fight. The reality is, watch the video. Hartman skated four feet, so just I don't know how they could get that wrong. But anyhow, what that did was take the center. It took Hartman off the top line for 17 minutes, so that that threw everything awry. However, it was fun to see Mason Shaw, Matt Boldy, and others. Center Kaprizov and uh, Zuccarello while Hartman was out. So anyhow, so anyhow, back to the score. So we're two-two. We go into overtime, just a playoff atmosphere. And sidebar for a second, I usually don't like to comment on the fans because your average family of four that goes to a wild game is dropping six or $700. So if they want to sit on their hands, if they want to leave early, if they want to show up late, if they don't want to cheer, totally up to them. That's hard-earned money. They have that right. But last night, all 18,000 fans brought it. It was a playoff atmosphere. And when the wild needed it most, they got it. So we get to the shootout. Wild take a 1-0 lead with uh, Zuccarello just skating about 3 miles an hour by the time he got to the crease and just flicked it through the 5-hole. Then Gus, who I haven't mentioned tonight, played an outstanding game in the net. Just outstanding. Stops uh, Tatar, who had already scored two goals, so he stopped Tatar in the uh, shootout. Then it's Kaprizov, so 2-1, right? 2-0, right? Wrong. Kaprizov, who uh, had a solid game. Missed his shot. Couldn't settle the puck down, so he missed the shootout. So Wild's still up 1-0. Then the Devils come back. Devils don't score. Gus stops both of them. So now, with one skater left apiece, the Wild are clinging to 1-0. Up steps Freddie Goudreau, Dean Evason's best friend. And Goudreau, who we used to criticize for being picked among the top three for the shootout, ice in his veins, does it again, skates way wide to the right, almost lost the puck by the boards. Then comes sailing in, and he had a choice of making a move or slapping it from the slot. He said he saw a hole, and he did, and he filled it. And the Wild walk away, 3-2 victors with a shootout win. Most importantly, they get two points. They gain nothing in the standings, but they hold serve. They're the number eight seed. And all those teams we talked about earlier, like the Predators and the Calgary Flames, are still behind the Wild in the standings. Guys, the New Jersey Devils are a very good team. Yes, 2019 number 1 draft pick Jack Hughes was out last night, but they still brought it. And they, you know what they reminded me of? The Carolina Panthers from last year. The, they just kept coming in waves, and they were fast, faster than the Wild. There's so many things we could touch on, too. Uh, Reeves was a scratch. Mason Shaw played on that fourth line. And the fourth line, when it was 2-2 late in that game, Dean was still rolling four lines, and that says something to how good Mason Shaw, Connor Doer, um, and uh, who how they were playing on the fourth line. Third line, you still have the heavy two grinders. You have Felino, and you have the big rig, and you put Goudreau down there. I, I, I'm I'm not in love with the line combos yesterday, but I'm in love with shaking it up. So I'll leave it at that. Second line, Boldy, uh, he had Duhame and Eck. I. I guess I'm neutral on that. It worked for a night, I still think, and I'm a broken record. Let's let's try Sammy Walker again. Let's get Marco Rossi up here. Let's get the young guys up here with the speed and energy and see what can happen. Bottom line, wild win, 3-2. Huge win last night. Playoff atmosphere. They hold serve. They snap a three-game losing streak. Let's enjoy it today, Super Bowl Sunday. Then we turn the page, and guess who's here tomorrow? Florida Panthers, another fast, fast team. Florida just beat the Wild. Last week down in uh, Sunrise. So uh, we will be back tomorrow to talk about the line combos. Last night around midnight, the Wild announced there is no practice tonight. They have the day off. I'm sure there's some bumps and bruises that need to mend. None more important than Hartman. And the Wild will uh, drop the puck tomorrow at 7 against Florida in another huge game. Here's the beauty of, of how close the Western Conference is. Every night matters. Every night's a playoff game. Every night you're watching the scoreboard. You know where to find me. This is Troy. This is your Wild Minute. I'm on Spotify. I love, like, listen, share. You have a question? Email Troy. I'm sorry, email Wild Minute with Troy at gmail.com. That's Minute with Troy at gmail.com. We'll answer those questions. We'll talk trade talk. We'll talk line combos. We'll talk the future of the Minnesota Wild. And we'll do that tomorrow. Have a good one.